Cheese and Squares. It's yet another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley. I'm Jory. He, the balder guy, is Harley the professional off a professional week, which we'll hear about momentarily. As always, we're powered by PointsBet, the official sportsbook of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, NBC, and so much more. It's an NFL Week 10, and there's always more edition of the program. We're with you each and every Thursday, live from the bottom line on Front Street in downtown Toronto, literally right beside the Hockey Hall of Fame and the professionals' go-to spot for wings. What'd you have last week, by the way? You went Korean barbecue, didn't you? No, I actually had a chicken club because oh. if you walk to the back and you see the wait staff on the break, Always eating the chicken club here, and the chicken club is excellent and a healthier choice for those that want to make healthier choices. With or without the bacon? With bacon. Yeah, okay. Well, take your word for it. Uh, come down anytime except tonight, because there happens to be a private event tonight. Say gambling for the kids. That's always a good thing. Gambling. gambling. No, no, yes. Gambling, God. gambling for charity for kids. Good. Two, that, yeah, you are, are going to be getting that email. So except for tonight, come down, say hi, enjoy the wings, the chicken club, drinks, great atmosphere, a million screens, just a, a really, really good vibe down here at the bottom line. So. What's on today's show? As I mentioned, week 10 of the NFL. We'll cover it as we always do. And we'll remind you, we're not going to talk about every single game. I'm going to highlight the games that stood out for me on the scab, both early, late, and we'll always talk about the primetime games because they're standalone. Harley will make picks. I haven't decided if I'm making a pick just yet this week after a couple weeks off. We'll also talk about everything else going on on the sporting calendar if Harley likes it, NHL, big busy night tonight in the National Hockey League. Uh, lighter night in the NBA, four games. Could be a college football pick. You just never know, and that's why you need to tune in. Corey Travers, head trader at PointsBet Canada, will be along for his weekly visit. And I think this is going to make three weeks in a row, Harley. Teddy Greenstein, senior editor and player development manager for PointsBet USA. And the head dude at the Hustle Newsletter is back again this week. And he was good. He was 3-1 and one overall. Okay. There could also be a gambling story of the week, which we do on occasion. There is. Oh, there is a gambling story it's of the week? just a little tidbit. Okay, well, we're going to do that in a minute then. Sure. Because Teddy's not always right on time. Uh, but we shall find out. If you want to get in touch with us, and we certainly encourage you to do so, send us your questions, your comments, feedback, your picks, whatever it may be. You can reach out to either one of us on Twitter. I'm at Jory Middle, and that's J-O-R-E-Y for the first part. Harley is at Sharp Edge Picks, easy to spell. You can also email us, playon at pointsbet.ca. We'll have to uh, ask uh, the social media man at PointsBet Canada, Seb, uh, to check on the emails. I'm not sure if you remembered for this week. Now, before we get 
to the gambling story of the week and talk to Teddy. We got to recap last week's picks, which I'm sure you're excited to do because you had a solid week. I did have a solid week. I entered the week down 0.57 units. I lost 0.2 units on the same game parlay. The Eagles' last touchdown drive in the fourth put them over their total, hence the breaks. I won a unit on Saturday as Georgia outplayed the balls. Their D was amazing. Really was. I saw big chunks of that game. Yeah. They were the better team. No, definitely. Although it was a sweat late. It was is a sweat into the fourth. It was a backdoor it opportunity. It was a backdoor opportunity, yeah. but I was in control for most of the game. Agreed. And definitely had the sharper side. I lost 1.07 units. I got crushed on my underbed in the Dolphins-Bears. That game was pretty much over yeah. by halftime. There were seven or eight early games last week. I think it was seven. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it might have been eight. Anyway, every game went under except two, yours being one of them. Yeah, and we'll talk about the numbers overall. But I did win on... And that was, like, that was arguably the best game of the week. Yeah, it was exciting. Oh, it was a great game. Yeah, and then I won Monday Night Football. The Ravens dominated the Saints. I made one, I made 0.73 units for the week, net. I am up 0.16 units since we started doing this podcast, powered by PointsBet way back in August. Again, if you're a small recreational better, $10 per unit, you're up a buck 60 or a cup of coffee, a small coffee at Tim's. Starbucks wouldn't even let you in the door, No, but I'm still up. And it's a reminder, Jordan, PointsBet wants us to, us and you, to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connects. I'm going that way today. Connects Ontario Helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support. And they will help you personally. What I didn't hear there, and I thank you, is I'm down, what, four point something units? 4.07 units. But if you don't make a bet and you don't want to raise it, just sit on the sidelines. I'm waiting for that two, three unit play. Um, uh, There may be something this week. There may be something this week. All right. So I'm getting the the signal. So we'll hold hold off the gambling story of the week momentarily. Those watching on video, yes, we're popping in our earphones so we can hear the great Teddy Greenstein, Senior Editor and Player Development Manager at Points Bet USA, and I'm going with Chief Bottle Washer this week at the Hustle <laughs> Newsletter. Good day, Teddy. What's up, guys? It's sad to see it's so dark there. Uh, same thing here in Chicago, man. It's coming, but we did have a nice day today, and uh, I think the, the weather in our parts going to be a lot better than it is in uh, Carolina tonight. Yeah, the weather here is phenomenal. I know, like, I was, the Sunday game in Chicago looked like it was uh, oh, first week of September, and I'm sure you have a little pep in your step after a, a three-in-one week with us last week on your picks. Yeah, that was all right. Um, yeah, Davis Mills went under uh, yeah. in both of those college games. I like Texas. Um, what was the other no, college game I had? I guess I got to look. But we're on to a new week, so we got to get some more winners for you. It was Auburn, and Harley wants to jump in here about your college plays. Yeah, you did good with Auburn, Teddy. I want your thoughts on LSU this week. A road favorite. The public's backing them after upsetting Bama. Reeks of yeah. a letdown to me. What do you think? Total stay away from me. I mean, I love that LSU team, but there's no way I'm going to lay three or three and a half after what transpires. Like, for me, they're college kids. 
And when in doubt, um, you, you pick him to fade the week after an emotional game like that. So, um, you know, I, I think the quote-unquote smart money is certainly going to be on Arkansas. Uh, that's going to—that's one of those lines, the latest line we've seen now in college, that quote-unquote, you know, doesn't make sense to the public. And when it doesn't make sense, there is a reason. Texas was the one last week where the public was saying, wait a second, Kansas State is favored by five or six, right? Oh, no, wait. Texas is favored at Kansas State, and Texas was the play. So I think it's either Arkansas or stay away. Are you uh, are you in agreement there? I usually give my college bets at the end of the show, but, yeah, I'm going to be taking Arkansas plus three yeah. and a half. Home dog. I can't imagine those kids at LSU doing anything remotely resembling exactly. practicing football this week. It's just a tough spot. All right. And we'll get the recap of that a little later and maybe a little more handicapping info from Harley when he gives uh, non-NFL picks later in the show. So one of the things we're doing this week, Teddy, is we're doing kind of the NFL midseason review. There yeah. is no official midpoint anymore, as you're well aware, with a 17-week sched. But at this point, every team has played either eight or nine games. So I feel safe in doing a little look at where things stand at this point in the season. I'm gonna, sure. We're going to do a little division by division. We're going to look at... Uh, any future value because obviously uh, the odds have changed since the beginning of the year and some right. dramatically. But one of the things that we're noticing, and, and there's been a ton of just god awful uh, primetime games. Yes. But scoring's way down. The league is really bunched up. There's really no great standout teams. And we know the league is set up for everybody to go formerly eight and eight now i yes. guess eight and nine or nine and eight but is that actually good for this league it's good if you're a jets fan you know yeah. and, and you haven't had much to cheer about lately and you know there was a large gap between games i attended it was the afc championship game against indianapolis indianapolis it was so long ago i can't remember the year so I'm certainly enjoying this season, but it is wild when you look at it. You see, you know, that the Jets are a six-win team. That, I mean, Tennessee Titans just well-coached, grinding out five wins and, and an easy cover against the Chiefs. You know, and then you have Tampa and the Rams, who are absolutely awful. And I cannot believe that the Rams just let Tampa score at the end of that game last week. So yeah. it is goofy. Um, it's sort of the opposite of college football. You know, now this year is going to be the one rare one where Clemson and Alabama don't make the playoff. But, you know, that had been every season, basically the same teams. Uh, the NFL is uh, is totally different from that. And I think it's pretty healthy. I mean, if you make the right decisions, if you draft well, if you develop players well and coach them up, uh, almost any team can make the playoffs at the start of the season. So have you taken a look at the future book at the moment? Odds to win Super Bowl, conference, division, anything stand out in terms of value? Because we're, we're on record as saying we're rarely ever betting a favorite, uh, you know, one of the top four or five choices on a future bet. We're looking for value. Anything stand out for you? Yeah, I mean, I think the Dolphins plus 1,200 to win the AFC. Um, I think that's the play. I mean, especially if Josh Allen is not – 100%. Uh -huh. um, you know, the Chiefs can be had. We, we see it time and time again. The Chiefs can be had at home. Tennessee with, you know, barely, you know, 
I mean, you want to compare the personnel of, of the Titans to the Chiefs? You can't even. The Chiefs are so much more talented, and they still had to rally with Patrick Mahomes, you know, scrambling for his life on third down. So I think the Dolphins in the AFC uh, could be really tough. And then in the NFC, go with Seattle at 20 to 1 and hope that they get in the playoffs and win a game, and then maybe you can hedge out of it because I, I don't think anybody's going to be better than the Eagles, 49ers, or Cowboys. Fair enough. Um, all right, let's get to picks for this week, unless you wanted to jump in with something else, Harley. Oh, no, just I think the Vikings would object to the classification that the Cowboys are on a superior level to them. God, you would take the Vikings right now to win the NFC? I, I wouldn't take them at, at 15 to 1, let alone plus 500. Oh, no, I'm just saying I would bet the Vikings over the Cowboys on a neutral field. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. By the way, guys, I know yeah. a couple weeks ago we forgot about this. I have three pros versus Joe's games in Drake. Oh. So I don't want to be remiss there. Sorry, sorry, Teddy, we lost you for about five seconds. Just repeat oh, just yourself. A couple weeks ago, we ended the hit without talking about the pros versus Joe's game, games, and yeah. I have three of those if you're interested. Absolutely. Yes, hit us up with that. <laughs> I know my audience. I know my teammates over here. First one, Giants minus five against the Texans. Giants are the public favorite, and the Texans are the lovers of, are loved by the Sharps. 76% of Andal. And I don't know if it's just a case of, you know, the Giants have, uh, they lost their safety, Xavier McKinney, and maybe people just feel like the Giants, sure they win, but it's winning close games. And uh, for whatever reason, the Sharps like the Texans here. Before you get into the other two, um, I, I've been told by many people sharper than me in this world, in this betting world, that five and five and a half is is all is sort of like a non-actual spread. And I know those that say when you see that number, you just blindly take the dog. That line know? was actually six. That line was actually six and a half. Oh, seven, okay. and it oh so it's come down. Only drop because of the injuries he's suggesting. I, I agree with Teddy. I, I I was eyeing the Texans once the line dropped. I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Teams like the Giants that don't score a lot and aren't proven laying big points is just that's just a disaster. That's a good way to go pro. Okay. And yeah. do but do you subscribe to that five? If it's an opening five five and a half, do you believe in that theory? Oh, uh, for me, no. I mean, I don't. I've never even thought about it, so oh, I, can't, okay. I can't subscribe yet. I would have to read some of the issues before subscribing. Take a look but at that it, because you don't see a lot thought. of fives yeah. or five and a halfs, right? It's it's something you may only see once every couple weeks. So, get back to us on that. What were the other two pros versus Joe games? <laughs> Another one: Titans minus three against the Broncos, where. Uh, the public likes the Titans, obviously saw them perform well against the Chiefs, overperformed that 12-and-a-half-point line. And whereas the uh, the Sharps like the Broncos, uh, coming off extra rest, a very, very good defense. And, you know, who knows what the Titans' quarterback situation is, but we do know that the Broncos' defense is, is probably the best unit of the four in this game. So uh, sharp money uh, on Denver as, um, you know, it's in that three, two-and-a-half spot right now. And was there a third that we might have missed when yeah. we lost you for a few minutes? Yeah, it's for... not as extreme, but Dolphins, oh, okay. Browns, public on the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously the public loves passing teams. Saw what that team did against the Bears last week. And the Broncos, you know, getting three, excuse me, the Browns getting three and a half. Um, about a little over half the handle is on the Browns, whereas 70% of the tickets 
on the Dolphins. Browns looked uh, fantastic against Cincinnati. Defense totally gelled, so I understand this one as well. Yeah, because I looked at that one and the line kind of stood out for me. And yes, the Browns were coming off that win over Cincy and then a week off. But yeah, the, the line seemed low. The the seemed to me the odds makers are still not fully trusting the Dolphins. Um, so we got pros versus Joes. We got a little, a couple future plays. Any other picks for us this week before we say goodbye? Yeah, yeah. So in the hustle, um, I'm all over, you know, Cordell Patterson tonight. I, I'm surprised his rushing total is not higher. I've got him to score a touchdown, minus 105. If you want to be riskier, plus 475 on uh, first touchdown score via points bet. And then my college picks this week, Navy plus 15 and a half. I think this is really good. Um, you know, Notre Dame doesn't throw the ball well. Notre Dame has to win by rushing the ball, and Navy has a good rush defense. Should be a low-scoring game. And uh, back to Tulane. Uh, one with Tulane a few weeks ago, still an undervalued team. So Tulane giving one and a half points uh, against UCL. Yeah. Sorry. Repeat that one again. We're, we're yeah. That one is Tulane technical. giving one and a half over uh, UCF. Tulane. So Tulane and Navy are my uh, college picks this week. All right. Well. We wish you luck. Hopefully you can repeat or even improve upon your 3-in-1 performance of last week. And as I like to say, thanks for the time and knowledge. And we'll hope to speak to you next week if you're not off gallivanting, golfing, or entertaining VIPs. We shall see. Have a great night, guys. <laughs> Take care, Teddy. Thanks. Teddy Greenstein, Senior Editor, Player Development Manager, Points Bet USA, and the man at the Hustle Newsletter. If you're listening to us in the U.S., you're in a state where sports wagering single game wagering is legal open up your points bet usa account you'll get access to the hustle newsletter it's a it's a, it's short it's concise and it's entertaining yeah it's a good read all right let's do the quickly the gambling story of the week before we get into our nfl mid-season review uh what is it mind-boggling numbers continue out of new york oh in terms of the handle and so 10 months in they're averaging 1.3 billion US dollars a month in betting handle. A month. A month. A whopping eight and a half percent margin. Remember, this is a low margin business. Vegas, five points. They're doing eight and a half. And the state takes half in tax. The state is making 56 million US dollars per month off of sports betting. I go would probably take those numbers from Ontario for a year and be thrilled with it. So New York State, the highest tax region, 50%, still performing. They allow advertising. They allow bonuses. They got it right, and they are crushing it. Quick follow-up. Yes. The margin of, what would you say, 8? 8.5%. 8.5%. That suggests what we've been talking about since we you know, started this podcast, the prevalence of props, parlays, right? Where the book 100%. is, right? that's where that number's coming from. That's where it's coming from. Right? Young people want to bet props and they want to bet singing parlays and they enjoy the entertainment value of it. And if you're betting five and ten bucks on a bunch of things and you lay a little extra juice for your entertainment... So be it, just play within your means. No, but that number just, when you said it, no, it, it just it like yeah, hit me right in the, right in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. But that, it makes sense, right? That's and that's why is. I asked the question, because that's got to be where it's coming from, right? Of course, that's yeah. where it's coming from, yeah. 
We're ready for our NFL midseason review. Oh, I'm ready. Now, again, we don't talk a lot about what we're, you know, the, the finite details we're going to get into on the show. We just talk in generalities. I don't know who you're picking. And so I assumed, and I believe correctly, that when we talked about the NFL midseason review, you were going to look at futures, where there might be value, how the odds have changed. So Correct. what stood out for you? So these are the point spread odds to win the Super Bowl as of now. The points bet is the points bet. Points bet futures. The Bills plus 325. That has not moved today or over the last couple days, even as we know Allen is likely injured and out for a week. Bills are still the favorite, rightfully so. They got the best plus minus. They got the most talent in the league. Then the Eagles and Chiefs are each 5-1. to The Eagles are obviously, to this point, the most dominant team, especially in the NFC. Chiefs and Mahomes have the pedigree. Then we got to drop off to what we'll call the four tier two teams. The Ravens and Niners at 12 to 1. The Ravens with Lamar and Harbaugh, pretty season, pretty good. The Niners, who have some history. I know, and they're four and four. I know, but their division is nothing special. They're 12 and 1. Cowboys and Vikings are each 14 to 1. That's about right. Vikings look like they should keep walking their division. The Dallas at 14 to 1 is, I think, an inflated Dallas number in the sense that they ain't winning the division. Unlikely. The Greg lost to the Eagles one. Two yeah. games behind, it doesn't look good. Then we've got Brady's box at 17 to 1. Whoa. And that's then, a lot of faith still in Brady. And then we've got to drop, listen, it's also their division stinks. Yes. I mean, it's hard yes. to conceive of them they're, not winning they're tied the division. They're for first at four and five. Right. And once they win their division, they host a game, and then it's three yep. more games. So that's the rundown of the odds and my quick analysis. If you want, I can give you my value pick. If you yeah. want, you can talk a little bit more about whatever it is you want to talk about, and then you can get where I think there's value. No, I want your value picks now, and then I'll I'll talk about a few things. I got one value pick, and it's the Titans at 50 to 1. 50 to 1. 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. For starters, they are going to win your division. They're 3-0 and in their division. Yeah, they have a two-and-a-half game lead. They've got a solid lead on mediocre teams. I think the second-place team just fired their coach and benched their quarterback. And hired a guy out of... Yeah, from, yeah Jeff Saturday. Like, fuck. They're 3-5-1. and one. Yeah, maybe somebody will bang on the door and ask one of us if we want to coach a sports <laughs> team next week. That well, can, you lead, can you lead men? I can lead men. So, if you look at the Titans road, they got a home game. Probably a second home, possibly a second home game, depending on the standings. Likely a road game and then the Super Bowl. So, if you run the map on the four games, if you think they're 55% at home, 45% and then 30% and 30%, you got an edge. They'd be closer to like 20% in Buffalo and maybe 25% in KC, but maybe they get lucky. If they played a team like the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, they wouldn't be a big dog for the Cowboys. I like the Titans. I like their tight defense. I think they got a workhorse running back. It's a great formula to pull off. How do you pull off an upset on the road, especially in January? Look, good teams are Baltimore, Buffalo, KC. Mid-January, the NFL playoffs are pushed back. You're talking about mid and late January in Buffalo, Baltimore, and KC. Cold, windy, snowy. 
If I got Henry running the ball and I got a defense, I'm a break or two away from pulling off an upset. I now like you, their you chances. Know, you know they have one. been highly seeded at home field in the last couple playoffs, and they have shit the bed, in particular, Ryan Tannehill, because, yes, you want to be able to run the ball, but we've seen in the NFL playoffs, if you can't throw the ball and score points when you need them, it's tough to win. That's a little and, harsh. They went to the AFC Championship game a couple years ago as a big dog. They won in Baltimore, and they almost won in KC. And last year, what did they lose? They lost in the Super Bowl representative Cincinnati Bengals by a field goal, I believe. At home. That's not horrible. That's no, I know. But game. Tannehill was dreadful in that game. That's fine. And they still only lost by a field yeah. goal to the team that won in KC. Yeah. So they did as good as KC oh, no, did I, I, I'm not disagreeing with them as a value play at 50 to 1. As I always mm-hmm. tend to say, I'm just stating facts. <laughs> I'm going to check the table. Is there anybody else? No. I, I, I keep it close. I'm good enough with that. You're good enough with that? Yeah. What do you think of Teddy's twenty to one for the Seahawks? I think it was to win the NFC, right? Or was it to win the was were the Seahawks twenty to one to win the NFC or yeah, the Super Bowl? There's no way they could be twenty to one to win the Super Correct. Bowl. Correct. It's got to be to win the yeah. NFC. Um, I mean, listen, if they can win the division, life is good. Right. But the, you, you expect the Niners to win that division? I mean, the Niners are, seem to be the class of the division. I don't disagree. The Rams are in a world of hurt. The Rams are in a world of hurt. If the Cardinals are meh. They're three and six. Yeah, the Seahawks are six and three. I know. The Niners are four and four. They've already like, lost them to the Yes. Look, look at the schedule. Even wait, though it's six uh, and three. Niners beat Seattle or the, or the, the Niners beat Seattle. Yes. Seattle's once. home to San Francisco on Thursday, December 15th. Oh, that'll be a prime time game that we'll actually enjoy discussing. And that'll be kind of for the division and largely Teddy's hopes and dreams of Geno Smith. Okay. So I want to, I want to just talk about some numbers. Go for it. Okay. At the mid, at this quasi mid season point. Okay. First, the best and worst teams against the spread, right? We're betters. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. And you can compare it to their actual straight up record. The best three teams are six and two against the spread. And interestingly enough, it's Tennessee, who's five and three straight up, Dallas and the Giants, who are both six and two straight up and against the spread. Okay. At six and three, you have the Jets, the Bengals. The Falcons, who at one point I think were five and zero against the spread, yeah. and the Seahawks. Seahawks are six and three. Jets are six and three. Since he's five and four, Atlanta's four and five. That's the only one where there's a bit of a discrepancy between the straight ups and the against the spread. Who do you think the worst team against the spread is, or the worst two? Well, Carolina was bad, so I'm assuming they're still bad. They're close. They're in the second tier of worst against the spread. They're three and six. But if you if you if you had a little bit time to think about it, you'd come up with it easy. And Teddy alluded to it. Tampa, two sure. two six and one, mm-hmm. right? And the Rams right. are two five and one. Well, they both disappointed, and they haven't and had the, a lot of wins. And the makers yeah. have kept faith, mm-hmm. right, up until this point in the season. Yes, they have. The three and six teams 
are New Orleans, Carolina, Green Bay. Another, right? Another one where the bookies have sort of kept their faith until this week. I, and, and then last they dropped week. off a cliff. This week it just dropped off a cliff. I Indy, mean, I know. Indian. In your wildest dreams, are the Cowboys a five? If I told you the before Cowboys, the season, you're like, oh, Aaron Rodgers must have been hit by a car. Right. No, it looks like he, he's, he's just playing hit like over he was the head hit. or something. He's playing like he got hit by a car. Before. The three and sixers are New Orleans, Carolina, Green Bay, Indian, Jacksonville. And I'm pointing this out because, right, that you've got one, two, three, four, seven. You got almost half the teams three games over or three games under against spread. Everybody else is in the middle, yeah, more yeah. than half the league, mm-hmm. which sort of goes to what my whole take on the league is right now. You can use the the different phrases. You can use week to week, right? You can use their coin flip. Or my third favorite is who the fuck knows, right? And that's like the majority of the league. Bills, Chiefs, Eagles look like they're better than right. everybody else, and that's about it. Everybody else on the road, I would never trust to win a game. Right, so you wouldn't trust Miami on the road. Like I said, if you put these teams on the road against – Let's think about who, like mediocre teams, New Orleans. Would you trust like a team like New Orleans or a team? I don't know who you, or Cleveland. I no. wouldn't trust anybody but those three teams to win in Cleveland or in New Orleans. If you can't be trusted to win in Cleveland or New Orleans, you're not very good. Baltimore? Baltimore, because of Lamar, because of Harbaugh, I put as a half step above the rest. But I mean, because right, they're six and three. They also have a mind boggling statistic. Right. They, they've been leading at the half by more than 10 points in all nine games. Every other team besides them that have ever done it has gone nine and oh, one team went eight and one. They have the they ability blown to a separate. 21.4 they quarter the lead to, to separate. Yeah. They've blown a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter and a 10 point lead. And those are their three losses. Yeah. Having said that, I don't know that I trust them entirely because they have no receivers. And while uh, the young tight end likely has played well because Andrew Mark Andrews has been hurt, mm-hmm. when your go-to is a tight end, I'm a little wary. I agree. Lamar can take over a game. Lamar runs uh, is running the ball 80, 100. No, 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 he can take over. I know. He run for 150 yards a game. They can do it with Lamar. He can throw a little bit. Oh, they, no. I, he, he's, they're, he's they're, a better passer than most people give him credit yeah, for. I, I'm not a naysayer. They're the real deal. All right. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, I don't trust the Vikings. No. I'm I'm on the fence of trusting my Cowboys. Oh, no way. Why? They play um, incredible defense, and they get to the co- opposing quarterback. And now that Dak's back, the – and. They're starting to unleash Pollard a little more. Their wide receiver core is okay. But they're they're a good team. But, I, again, to your point, do I trust them on the – this is going to be a good test against a downtrodden – everybody's down on the Packers. Yeah, it's a, we'll it's get a to a that game spot. in a That's bit. That's a tough spot. We'll get, the other thing I want to look at midseason that is really interesting is the totals. Okay. Unders. 60%. Do you know that only seven teams have gone over the total more than under? Oh. Only seven in the whole league. Mm. Okay? And only three teams are more than one game over 500 in that scenario. You understand? Of the teams that have more overs yeah, than unders. I hear you. Unders is a totally different story. The Colts are 8-1 and one under. 
Mm-hmm. The Bills, with their great offense, seven and one under. Denver, seven and one under. Giants, one six and one, like one over, six unders, and a push. I mean, the whole league is going under. And so before we get to our picks, let's get to those numbers. Dogs again last week, my friend. A couple of pushes, you know, last week. Yeah, three-point spreads where the Seven, favorites four won. four and two for the dogs against the spread. They're at over 57% on the season. The home dogs were big time. Remember I told you they were eight last week? Mm-hmm. Five, two, and one. Over 56% on the season. And the, the unders dominated. Nine and four. Remember, there were six by teams last week, so only 13 games. Nine and four to the under. The unders lead, they are almost at 60%. At what is there a correction coming? Because the lot, I mean, you look at the totals now, there's like no 50s. Yeah, they're dropping. They're a right? job. I mean, yeah, of course. the odds makers know this. Yeah, they're not of course dumb. they know that. I mean, listen, as long as betters are willing to bet overs, they don't really care. But there's enough sharps on the unders. They lower them every week by a, by a point or two till it kind of gets to the right number or closer to it. I mean, yeah. Tonight's, but do you think a correct, tonight's four, like, are we going to see a week of you know, overs? Where there's, yeah, yeah like course, a 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody will get all excited and the books will cry and pretend. We haven't seen one week like that yet. Not a single week where the overs were in double digits or even... Maybe nine one week, but yeah, I don't think so. It'll happen. You you agree? Of course. The question it'll. is, how can you predict it? No, you can't. But it'll <laughs> just happen. You don't have a crystal ball for that? No, no. If I had a crystal ball, I wouldn't be doing this show with you. That's true. All right. Let's get to the uh, the slate for this week. Seven early one o'clock Eastern kickoffs. Two games stood out for me. We'll see if you have a pick on either. You're going to ch- pick choose something else. It's the surprising. I'm guessing I'm going to pick something else, but go. It's the surprising six and three Seattle Seahawks at Tampa mm-hmm. to take on the suddenly alive four and five Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Bucks are a two and a half point favorite. Totals forty four and a half. It's four straight wins for the for Geno Smith in Seattle. And did you see the end of the Bucks game? Yeah, it was the Rams are yeah. Rams couldn't go forward. I know they didn't. They couldn't get a first down in the fourth quarter. It was embarrassing. And they needed one first down at the end to end it. They gave Brady time. Yeah, it was not well played. Anyway, they they found a way to win that defensive slog at home to the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Anything on that one? I I heard Giselle uh, sent a text to Tom that said. You're less than three points at home to the pathetic Seahawks. That's why I divorced your ass. But other than that, I got nothing for you on that one. They're certainly not pathetic at the moment. You want to retract that? I mean, they're the six Seahawks? and three. They've okay. won four straight. How okay. can you call them pathetic? I mean, uh, the, the Brady's sub three at home to them. That's pretty sad for him. But the performance to date justifies <laughs> that number. The other game is the obvious one. The best matchup arguably of the weekend the seven and one minnesota vikings at buffalo to take on the banged up six and two bills the bills are currently three and a half point favorite totals 43 josh allen status is unknown at the moment with the elbow injury yeah that line's not going to be three three and a half if if he's healthy it's either going to be one or seven come closer to game time whether or not josh allen plays it's an interesting line it's kind of in between because he's kind of questionable 
or it's an injured Allen. That's a line with an injured Allen, pretty much. Before you tell me if you have a pick on this one, I in don't. case you – Oh, well, in case, case you didn't know. is playing his former team. In case team. you didn't know, yeah. play on words mm. on the play on podcast, Case Keenum would be the starter. And he's a very capable backup. That was a good signing by Buffalo when they lost Trubisky. Meanwhile, the Vikings have won six straight. Most of them close. Yeah, that's very, very few games. blowouts. Yeah. I mean, they scored the last 13 to beat Washington last week in Washington. And got an interception with the coolest. Do you see the bowling celebration? No, I didn't see that. They had all the defenders like oh, kind of like and, and he bowled and they all like, fell. Yeah, it's it was, not I've seen that before. Oh, I haven't. The Bills I, I, I lost that was the cute. Jets. And it yeah, was really because Josh Allen was not to good. his credit said he sucked. Yeah, absolutely. good for him. I agree. He was absolutely. awesome. You can't win in the NFL if your quarterback sucks. That was pretty much his comment. And he had a couple bad picks and just didn't have a good yeah. day. No, he didn't. And they lost 20 to 17. The other two games we talked a little bit about with Teddy, the Dolphins, Browns, Finns only favored by three and a half. That stood out for me. <clears throat> and the other game he mentioned, pros versus Joes, Titans hosting Broncos uh, with a very short spread for the Titans. So yeah. I'm giving you four well, options. Well, Tannehill's not playing, probably. We don't know about Tannehill well, at this point. he's banged up at best. He's banged up, and I mean, the line reflects that. I mean, the Titans saw me. Tannehill might be okay, but they had a major drop. That rookie wasn't Willis a Willis threw for 60 yards in that game against the Chiefs. He wasn't an NFL quarterback. He couldn't no. do anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I gave you four choices out of seven. Yeah, I'm passing on all four. I knew there was no chance you would get my bet. You could no, because it's a dog you game and pick, you're taking a dog. You could pick two more games. You still won't get my game. I'm actually taking a favorite. Oh. We're going to zigzag. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, and it's the same scenario as last week. The Saints are a middle-of-the-pack team yeah. with a plus-minus of around zero. They just lost bad on Monday Night Football prime time. They're playing the Steelers, who suck. Off the Steelers are coming off their buy. They're coming off a buy, but they're a whopping minus 77 in point differential. And check this out. The Steelers haven't gotten a touchdown of at least 10 yards all year. Wow. They have zero firepower. They stink. The Saints are only minus two or less than the big three on the road against an inferior Steelers team. It's the same scenario. I like Baltimore as the better team last week, sub three, because I thought the Saints were inflated after their crushing. Now the Saints are being disrespected because they just lock bad on Monday Night Football. They're playing. The Ravens are a whole different class than the Steelers. The Steelers are garbage. Oh, there's no question. Steelers are garbage. I like New Orleans. I think they're a tad underrated. In Pittsburgh, I'm risking 1.07 units to win a unit on the Saints. Do, you know, do we know if Lattimore is going to play for the Saints? Because that's big. Because the what? while you say they lack firepower, the Steelers, and I don't disagree... They actually have pretty good wide receivers. The issue has been quarterback getting them the ball, well, right? They, Deontay Johnson and, and the, and the rookie like, Pickens, right? It's kind of like an issue. It doesn't matter who your receivers are. If your quarterback can't throw the football, no, no, no. it doesn't yeah, matter. Again, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not disagreeing. They have shown nothing this year on offense yeah. for the most part. Yeah, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss in their prime could line <laughs> up for the Steelers and still they throw the ball 10 yards out of bounds. Kenny Pickett, we don't know what he is at this point. Trubisky has had like one good half when he came in when Pickett got hurt, yeah, remember? Yeah, 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 with no pressure and didn't know what was going on. All right, so just the one pick on the just early the games. Just the one pick on the early games. Let's go late in prime time. Three, four, oh, five slash 425 kickoffs. The 425, my Dallas Cowboys take their 6-2 and two record off a of bye. Into Lambeau. Take on the 3-6 and six 
Packers. And the Cowboys were five. They're now a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The total's 43. As I mentioned, the boys are coming off the bye in that big win over the Bears at home two weeks ago. The Pack have lost five straight. Aaron Rodgers was brutal last week. Three picks. Two of them were pretty bad. Yeah. He's just completely out of sorts. But I'm going to guess I don't have the numbers. Rodgers hasn't been a home dog very often. And if he has been by more than a field goal, yeah, it's pretty no rare. Way. He hasn't. I well, He probably hasn't started a game as a home dog of more than the, three points ever. The other two games are Colts at Raiders in the Jeff Saturday debut mm -hmm. as head coach or cards at Rams. Either Any of those three excite you before we get to the prime timers? Yeah, I, I'm on the Colts. Really? They got a bad quarterback and a brand-new head coach, and I don't care. I'm taking them plus 210 to upset the Raiders, risking Ooh, a half a unit line. to win 1.05 units. This is a play purely against the Raiders. They're only 2-6, and six, the Raiders. The only two teams they beat stink, Houston and Denver. I don't understand how anyone can say with confidence that the Raiders can win an NFL game almost 70% of the time. As, as a six-point favorite. Well, that's what, right. what the money that's line translates right. Just into. Just clarifying for the newbies out there. If the Colts win this game a third of the time, it's a good value bet. And I don't understand how you could be confident in this Raiders team beating any NFL team two-thirds of the time, let alone a team like the Colts that play, like you said, low-scoring, close games. I'm going to take Saturday. I'm going to take their new quarterback. I got – it just Ellinger. it just seems tough for the Raiders. I, I just don't trust the Raiders. All right, let's go prime time. Okay. The LA Chargers. I know you would call them San Diego. Yeah. They're five yeah. and three. Diego. Diego and the Good Niners. Good game Sunday night. Yeah. They're at San Fran to take on the four and four Niners. Super Bowl rematch. Remember that Super Bowl where the Niners I was were at like that Super Bowl. Oh, were you? That was a good in one, Miami. right? The Niners were like a 17 point favorite. And they and, covered. And they covered. They won by like 24. You know, the, times. yeah, no. Remember the coach and quarterback were for the Chargers? This will test your... Uh, oh, man. The quarterback was... Was it Stan Humphrey? Yes. Well done. And, and the, the coach, coach was... Former oh, yeah. college coach oh, yeah. in the state of Georgia, but not a bulldog. No. Bobby Ross was oh, the Bobby coach. Oh, Bobby Ross. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Diego team was... That was Steve Young getting his ring. Yes. Yeah, with the monkey yeah. off his back and yeah. that thing. And was Rice that was game. awesome. Yeah. I was at that game. I was, I was actually at the 49ers post-game party. Oh, were you? Yeah, well, I was working Oh, okay. at the time. I was covering that Super Bowl, and it was a bit of a disappointing game. It rained during the game, yeah, too. Yeah, I remember it rained yeah. also, and they still covered that. Anyway, we digress. Anyway. Yeah, that's the primetime Sunday night game. The so Niners the Bolts, are like a seven-point favorite. The yeah. Bolts, I'll, yeah, I'll come back to the spread. The Bolts won on a last play field goal by a kicker named Dicker. I'm not making that up. Oh, that's a good who name. Who they signed three days before. That's a good name for a kicker. Right? Yeah. Two field goals in the fourth quarter. They win on the last play. Niners coming off the bye and the McCaffrey explosion game, right? Mm -hmm. Ran, caught, threw for a touchdown pass in his second game. Niners are a touchdown favorite, converted seven. 45 is the total. You have any thoughts on this one? I would lean Diego. I think they're they're they're, but they're such a screw. They're still the screwy charges. I understand, but you're getting big. Money, I would maybe money line them, but I don't have a play. That's a pass. Okay. 
which brings us to Monday night, divisional battle, NFC East. These teams have already played once this year. I believe it was week three. Four and five Washington Commanders at the unbeaten 8-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are an 11-point favorite. That's up from an hour ago, a few hours ago. It was 10.5. The total's 44. The Commanders gave up the last 13 points in the fourth quarter. Lost at home to the Vikings, 20-17. to Eagles, if you recall, started uncharacteristically slow last Thursday at Houston. They got it done late, but they didn't cover as a big 13.5, 14-point favorite. You have a thought on this one? No, the Eagles are better. The line's high. Maybe Washington keeps it close. Maybe there's backdoor covers. Not even know. a lean, though. Okay. Not really. All right. We'll get to the Thursday nighter in a few, but right now it's time to welcome the uh, very clean shaven. Yeah, he looks like a kid. He got carded on his way in here, I bet. Oh, he's got the Movember going, though, and uh, we're speaking specifically as I'll turn my chair and talk directly to Corey Travers, the head trader at Points Bet Canada. So, how are you, Corey? Doing great. How about yourself? No, Movember's growing in yeah, nice. I've got, a, I've got a sad November for someone in their 30s, but whatever. <laughs> he looks like the hockey players. You know, like when Marner tries to grow a playoff beard and it's like you see three whiskers? Yeah. yeah I think it's the lighting. Oh, no, no, no. He's got, he's got a stash he's going got something. there. We'll see. Well, actually, he's I mean, we're both bearded guys. Let's so. give him, yeah, we'll give him a couple. Let's fight. You know what? I'm going to fight. U.S. Thanksgiving. In two weeks from you now. You figure it'll be a, a, a real. That's what we'll see. A yeah, real man. Man, he'll be eating wings. He'll get like wings and sauce caught in his stash. That's, that's what I look that's, forward that's to. That's the name of the, a bet for that week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. we always start with name a bet. Uh, Harley gave you, for the first time in a while, a non-cross sport name yeah. a bet. That's true. But it's cross games, right? Yep. It's the Sunday nighter and the Monday nighter that we just referred to. Yep. And it's which team will score the most points, right? Individually. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a four four options. We do. So obviously the two favorites here, uh, we've got like an 11-point game and a 7-point game. And we've got a 45-point uh, line, a uh, total line, and a 44-point total line. Uh, so, so the favorites are the Eagles and the Niners? Exactly, yeah. So they're, they're up there. Um, the Eagles are the bigger favorite, uh, so they are the favorite in the market. Uh, I have them at plus uh, 150, and then I have the 49ers at, I believe, plus 170. Uh, and then the Chargers come in, I want to say, here, I've got it on my phone. I believe it's something like plus uh, 400 or something like that. Ooh, four and a half to one. Well, they got to beat the Niners, and they got to score right. more points in the Eagles. It's a tough task, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. a tough one. But that, it, I mean, I I would certainly, almost cer certainly look at them over the Commanders, who commanders are... Commanders come in last. Uh, uh, I can't remember exactly what I priced them. They're, they're long. They're long odds. Seven plus something 700 like that, yeah. or something, something like, like that. that yeah. They're okay. six and a half to one, and the Chargers are four and a quarter to one. There you go, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they're all plus money. You could flip a coin there, maybe between the Eagles and Niners. Yeah, it's a fun bet, depending on yeah. who you like more to win it, and then and then kind of go and with the it. The Commanders' defense has been playing a lot better, so to me, yeah, if I'm gonna take a role, it would be the Chargers. It's not an official play, just to be clear. All right, before I forget, you could bet a unit on the Chargers, and if you wanted, you'd be about even for the year. You could make back your four units. So All right, are you and be up a few cents? Are you recommending that play? Not for you. Oh, I okay. mean, okay. 
Just so, yeah. Okay. For a person. For a, an unknown yeah. person of age in Ontario. Who's stuck. <laughs> 4.07 units year to date. Um, okay. So before I forget, for next week, yeah. I want to know what the handle is on tonight's dog of a game. Yeah. Atlanta, Carolina. Versus, versus the Argos. Versus the Argos. No, 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 no. Leave the, no, no. Leave the Argos for a moment. I'll get to them. But versus like the hockey slate tonight in the NBA, like I want to know yeah. when it's a just a dog shit game like tonight. It'll crush. How the handle. It'll crush. Because we always know the NFL's king, right? The NFL is king, I think. But like, I want to know like yeah. when you have a real dog like this. How? So just that's something to put away. We'll see, but. If I'm pricing it right now, I'm still saying the NFL game is okay. my favorite. Especially oh, yeah. with no, yeah. especially with no Leafs and Raptors, it's going to crush it. Right. It'd be more interesting. I'd like to know if it was the worst NFL game ever, and the Raps were playing in prime time, like versus Greek Freak and something like that. And even then, the NFL would crush it. Pro- oh, I don't disagree. I just want to you know, how much, how badly, exactly. how badly. Like, I'll, this I'll is include like, the Argos in there. Okay. No, no, no. I want to ask about that. But yeah, so we're at the midpoint of the NFL season. Okay, yeah. Scoring's down. Real parity happening in the league. To me, that's a formula for success for the books. Yeah, I would say so. So midway we're at unofficial midway point. Would you say it's been a good season thus far for the book? I'd say it's been a good, yeah. Any year where there's not a handful of teams who just dominate and kind of do like when there's an Alabama, the way that Alabama or a Georgia in college football just covers, it seems, every spread. Now, that's not really the case this year for Alabama. It's a bad example. But when there's teams like that in the NFL, which just like clockwork, end up covering all their games, that's that's a tough year. But when, like, no one really knows who's the best couple teams, I mean, the, I think the Bills are still, I mean, the odds would say the Bills are still the best team. Yeah, they've gone under in, under the total in seven of their eight games. There we go. That's that's a sad. I did not know until I came on this podcast. So, yeah, there we go. You learn a lot. We're trying to educate you, Corey. Yeah, awesome. All right. You've mentioned the Argos twice, you mentioned. So, it's the CFL Divisional Finals this weekend for – Spots in the Grey Cup a week from now. Yeah. Do you get any CFL action? And or and adding to that, do you expect to see any kind of action for this weekend? Like the answer is yes, if we're being literal. Um, <laughs> but uh, like it's not nearly on the same level as obviously the NFL. But even but like how the about NHL, a random NHL game? Random NHL games going to outperform it for the most part. I mean, certainly a Leafs game. I mean. That, I, that's why I didn't say random. Okay, let me ask you this question. Sunday at 1 o'clock, there's yeah. seven NFL games going on, plus the Argos. Yeah. We talked about the Saints. It's Ar- by the way, it's Argos hosting the Alouettes. And they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. You can yeah. bet either side on points. But, here at BMO, yeah. Um, I had a pick. I like the Saints to beat the Steelers. That's probably the ugliest of ugly 1 o'clock NFL games. Yeah. How does that ugliest of ugliest when there's seven NFL games do versus the Argos at home, only CFL game on TSN for the Grey Cup? What's getting more betting action? Like we will see, but it'll it'll be the NFL game. The odd NFL yeah. game, even with what, six, any what like the the worst the of the worst one o'clock. I don't yeah. think an NFL game will see less than right. The, right. Than even East though final. it's competing with six, 
other NFL games. Yeah. It's the worst. And this is the Argos in the Eastern Conference Finals. You still won't see betting handle. I mean, I could be wrong. People yeah. listening to this podcast could still go out and try to prove me wrong. Yeah, prove you wrong. On the Argos, Cora, but uh, Cora, I'm not betting on it. Sincora is by the way, hammering the CFL. And we should also add that it's BC at Winnipeg in the West Final. Go, yeah. And the line? Four and a half for Winnipeg. Winnipeg is the class of the league. The Western Conference is the class over the Eastern Conference. Our producer is cheering for the Bombers. I think he's from, are you from the peg? The Bombers. We've got, we've got a healthy Nathan Rourke for, for yeah. BC. That's going to be interesting. A, a Canadian quarterback who yeah. unfortunately yeah. got hurt. He was lighting up. They were the talking league. about him going to the NFL, but he was lighting it up. I know. And then he got hurt, but now he's back. Yeah. And he's a good story. His uh, brother had a big game against Miami, Ohio on uh, Thursday. Or no, today's Thursday. He's, Wednesday, he's a college. Uh, the yeah, the match Tuesday, yeah, is playing Tuesday. now. They announced just oh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. That's it. College football, seven days a week. Yeah. There's. Pretty much football seven days a week now. All right, before we let you go, we have to ask you about tonight. Falcons at Panthers. These teams played just two weeks ago, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But any anything stand out in terms of early action or We, we see a lot or, on, I mean, as far as props, I mean, the usual suspects. You know, you'll see Cordell Earl Patterson bets and stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot more money that we're seeing right now, and this is across all jurisdictions. I imagine this is the same for most books on the Falcons, and that applies to both the money line and the spread. Yeah, well, the Panthers were. I mean, they got. But you still dropped the line. It was Atlanta three, and now it's, it's two, now and two and a half. half right? Atlanta. So, yeah, there it was yeah. two and a half yesterday. Yeah, the books seem pretty happy with the Atlanta action. We'll get to that when we discuss my singing part. Um, okay. So nothing really standing out other than early Atlanta action. That's what we got, yeah, early Atlanta. They got the better record. Uh, if anybody was they on look, Carolina last week, right? They look like right? a competent NFL team. Yeah, Carolina's quarterback looks like he's even worse than the Titans guy. Ooh, but there was a Baker Mayfield sighting last week. You know that. He came in in the second half and got the two garbage touchdowns late. Anyway. All right, Corey. Thank right. you for the uh, time and knowledge, as we say to all our guests. Always a pleasure, and, guys. And uh, good luck growing. Thank you. Hopefully it's uh, more noticeable on camera next week. Enjoy. enjoy. See ya. All right, let's get to the Thursday nighter. Yeah. That's an 8.15 Eastern time kickoff. Yep. Four and five Hotlanta Falcons at Carolina. Take on the two and seven Panthers, who... If they were a real Panther, would roar, but they're no, not much uh, more than a yeah, meow, like a meow right now. Pass, a little meow. Divisional matchup in the AFC South. Yeah. As I mentioned, they played two weeks ago. That was when DJ Moore took off his helmet. Yeah, that cost him a game. If they could make the extra point. Meanwhile, the Falcons coughed up a late lead at home and lost to the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And the Panthers, I mean, they got obliterated at Cincy. The final score, I think, was 42-21. No, they were losing by like five touchdowns. It was 42. It was awesome. It was a complete and utter dismantling. Mm -hmm. Well, you usually have a same-game parlay for us on a I Thursday night. I do, I got to take. Okay. So we got ring from the hurricane. Yes. That is hitting that part of the, of the United States. Yes. On top of that, winning on the road it's tough in the NFL, especially when you're the Falcons and you're not very good. <laughs> I'm going against Atlanta. They're a mediocre team. They got to travel and win on a short week. It's a tough ask. So my same game parlay is Carolina plus two and a half and under the 41 and a half total points. 
and that Falcons quarterback Marcus Mariota does not throw any touchdown passes. Yeah, he, he has not thrown a lot this no, year. He and might he threw for 129 yards yeah, last it's week. Pretty sad. I'm getting no plus four. TD passes. Yeah, I'm getting plus four. So that's like under a half. Is that what it is? Or yeah, or, it's a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting plus four or 75 on the parlay. Oh, I'm, so it's just a three legger. Yeah, I'm risking a quarter unit to win 1.19 units. So what's the actual odds on the parlay? You plus said plus four seventy five. Plus four seventy five, and you're going a three legger this three week. Three legger, okay. All right. So before we go, anything else from NBA, NHL, college football for this week? I got comments on all. I have no bet in the NHL. It's a great slate tonight. There's ten games. Only the Coyotes and Blackhawks are more than two to one dogs. So eight of the 10 games are close matchups. If you like the NHL, enjoy it. In the NBA, there are four games tonight. I was actually eyeing Portland. Lillard was a late scratch. He's worth almost four points to the spread, which is huge. Um, We talked about the Siakam. Siakam was worth closer to three, three and a half. So, I mean, if. If Siakam's a top five player, I guess so is Lillard and God knows how many other superstars. If anybody has inside information or a feel for when stars are expected to rest, that is huge for the line in the NBA star-studded league. If you can figure that stuff out or you got a good feel for it, take advantage of and bet it. I do have a college football bet. All right. We discussed this. I'm taking Arkansas plus three and a half as a home dog to LSU. (coughs) It's the old letdown, right? I'm risking 1.1 units to win a unit. We discussed this earlier. LSU just won the Super Bowl. They upset Bama at home. The crowd went crazy. There's nobody on that team that's focused on Arkansas. They've been partying all week. They've been getting girls like they never got in their life. Boosters, alumni, deals, you name it. And if it's I recall, a tough spot. Arkansas is not a bad squad, right? Arkansas is not a bad squad. It's a good spot for Arkansas, plus three and a half, risking 1.1 to win a unit. That's it? That's all I got. So before I do my betting summary, though, you got to remind listeners. Oh, you're so good. I'm on top of your job. You're so good. I don't so even good. need a paper and pen. I got, it, I got it all up here and on I my mean, laptop. But And... I mean, you just stole my thunder. I was going to transition off of, before we recap your plays. There you go. Well, I was out of you with it. <laughs> PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience, but if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connects Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support, and they will help you personally. You can hear there's a lot of action going on here at the bottom line. We said earlier it's a private event, but people are yelling and screaming, so I hope you can all hear us. Charity poker for the kids. No kids playing. I think it was the Bay Street Children's Foundation or something along those lines, which I'm sure is a very worthy cause, and I'm not saying that sarcastically or any other way, but it is. A very good cause. Whenever you're helping out kids and you get to gamble, you know, you for get fun. To poker on top of eating chicken wings and drinking beer and maybe and having a chicken club. Football at the bottom line, charity poker. Wow. Recap your picks uh, so we can be on our merry way. I entered the week up 0.16 units to date. In tonight's NFL game, I'm taking a same game parlay of Carolina plus two and a half. 
and under 41 and a half total points. And the Falcons quarterback, Marcus Mariota, does not throw any touchdown passes. And I'm getting plus 475, risking a quarter unit to win 1.19 units. On Saturday, I'm taking Arkansas plus three and a half in college over LSU, risking 1.1 units to win a unit in the classic letdown situation for LSU after their upset of Alabama. On Sunday, I got the Saints minus two at Pittsburgh, risking 1.07 units to win a unit. I'm laying less than three. The Saints are a decent team, and Pittsburgh is absolutely at the bottom of the league. And Sunday, 4 p.m., I got the Colts plus 210 on the money line, risking a half a unit to win 1.05 units. Saturday is coming from the ESPN studio to Vegas, and he's going to win it. Or I think he's at least got a shot. I think the Raiders stink also. Worth it at plus 210. Those are the bets. So just quick shout out to my nephew, Jake. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Jake. He's a Colts fan. He's a Colts fan. And he's going to the game in Vegas this weekend as a 21st birthday present. That's so a cool 21st birthday present. And pick. Saturday will deliver for him. Or he'll just get so hammered in Vegas Saturday night, he'll be hungover and won't well, even show up he, for the game on Sunday. He's now legal in all jurisdictions. 21st, right? So just quick shout out. We don't do that often, but when you made that Colts pick, I had to give the shout out. Okay, now you put me in a tough spot. It's my niece Reese's but miss for this weekend. <laughs> and I was never going to say anything on the show, cause, but all you right. tied it into football, and then she killed me if I didn't say okay, something. Okay, so there you go. There's so your shout by out. by Jewish standard, she's now a woman. So she could bet, but she's only 12 and we are not encouraging underage gambling here. That is wrong. So she's got to wait. What's the age in Ontario? 18 19, or 19? 19. It's 19 to drink. 19. Is it 19? Yes, 19 to drink and gamble. It's either 18 or 19. Anyway, it's 19. Reese has me. at least a half dozen years to go. All right. We got our shout outs out of the way. We don't do that often, but, and I wasn't. Well, I was going to make it very quick, but your Colts yeah, pick was too. Colts I know. Come on, Saturday, and but it's on. He's Saturday wins on Sunday. I, that's the headline. Next week we'll be talking more NFL. We might even talk a little bit about the Grey Cup. Maybe some NHL, NBA. I want actually. I want you to make a play on the Grey Cup of some sort. We're okay? actually going to be doing something a little more important than that, I believe. Next week. Yeah. World Cup. World Cup preview, right? There you go. Doesn't it start? It's just testing. It's you seeing start, it? Yeah. World Cup preview. It's going to be underway because Canada's first game is November 23rd. I think it starts November 20th. 20th, yeah. So next week, I mean, we got to talk about the Great Cup because according to Corey, like 11 people in all of Canada might be betting on it. But the World Cup will get a lot of action for sure. And I'm Great curious to hear from him. Great World Cup, Cup, World Cup. NFL. Baseball, week number basketball, 11. hockey. On the way out. Shout outs. Thank yous. It's time for thank yous. We, we gotta, did our shout outs. We got to thank Jordan. We are thanking he came in injured. Our, our injured producer, Jordan LaRoche, came in so that our sub in producer, who's also like the head honcho here in charge of everything, Carrie Goulet, spinning the dials today. And Jordan, we thank both of them. Our great host at the bottom line. We say it each and every week. Come down, check it out. Just not tonight because there's a private event. But say hi. We hang out sometimes after the show. And we start at 5.10 and usually finish about 50 minutes to an hour later. We're going a little over today. We want to thank our great sponsor, PointsBet Canada. We thank Corey Travers, the head trader of PointsBet Canada, and Teddy Greenstein, 
the uh, senior editor and player development manager and the head man at the Hustle newsletter at PointsBet USA. Remember. What about Seb, the social guy? I'll get to Seb. No, you weren't going to mention him. Seb, he wasn't going to mention him. Seb's on end. Social media manager at PointsBet Canada. I think he stiffed us last week. He didn't stiff us. Yeah, he did. What was his excuse? He was sick. sick. Oh, yeah. He, Nowadays, you sick, you could get out of anything, right? I don't want abundance right, of caution. COVID. I decided that I got a sniffle, so I'm not going to work ever again. We thank you for listening and watching. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Reach out to either one of us on Twitter, at Jory Middle, at Sharp Edge Picks. Email us, playon at pointsbet.ca. And again, if you're 19 or older, you're in Ontario, open up your PointsBet Canada account and play responsibly. For the professional Harley, I'm Jory. May all your picks be winners, ours too. We will talk to you next week. Grey Cup, World Cup, NFL, another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet. Enjoy, folks. Take care, Jory. Have a good one. Good show. We good? Good show. Yeah, that show. was good. It was fun. Really fun. I think when you have a more.